Hello, this is Johnny. Welcome to our Halloween episode. Jess has found something for them to read to me. Yeah. So I wanted to take a little bit of a different path than what we're going on with Radio Tower, which is slow burn, <sighs> kind of serious right now. So good, but kind of serious. So I wanted to switch into our spooky season. Um, okay. Get a little Halloween music on. And I found this story that has a little bit of angst, a little bit of fluff, and a whole lot of Halloween. Um, The name of the story is This Isn't Real by Midnight Queen, spelled K-W-E-E-N. And it was written for, I believe I'm pronouncing this correctly, but Simplin Too Deep. Or simple in too deep. Um, one of her loyal readers, so I think that is so cool. That's awesome. Yeah, it's really cool. So, um, you're ready. I am it's ready. Okay. okay, I'm excited to have to be read too for a change. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm excited to read. I've I've read through the story a couple times, and it makes me smile. You're ready for some <laughs> fluff. <laughs> okay. Ready? I am so ready. Derek stares up at the ceiling, trying his hardest not to reach out and touch the naked, lithe body tucked under his arm. He keeps both hands firmly beneath his head with his eyes on the exposed beams and pipes running through the length of his roof. A warm breath brushes against his left nipple as spindly fingers comb through his chest hair as the body snuggles closer to him. Derek remembers everything. He remembers running through the woods at the wistful, earthy smell of magic and happening upon her. She's tall with violet eyes and the color of irises and blood-red lips. The tips of her long black hair kiss her breasts and a silver streak cascades across her alabaster face. She's pretty and it throws him for a beat. He always had thought witches were old, miserable hags covered in warts with scratchy voices and floated around on broomsticks. That is such a bad stereotype. (laughs) Poor witches get such bad press. (laughs) I mean, we have a, we have a Halloween decoration in our front yard of a old witch hag. (laughs) (laughs) I like my witches like practical magic. Yeah. Making margaritas at midnight. <laughs> I mean, living in the world of Harry Potter, I think Bellatrix is my favorite, like, witch type. Crazy hair. <laughs> and Helena Bonham Carter can play oh anything. Gosh, she is perfect. She is a perfect human being. That's my spiel to, like, to protect witches to for protect- this week. <laughs> Growing up a werewolf has unfortunately never allowed him the benefit of shaking off the cosmetic stereotype he's grown accustomed to, it seems. He admits it. (laughs) Yeah, he admits it. (laughs) She is, however, hovered over a bubbling cauldron of foggy purple mist. Because of course she is, right? (laughs) Yeah, she is. Boil, boil, toil in trouble. She smiles at him as he snarls and tells her to leave 
before I sink my teeth into your neck. She tells him that won't be necessary. She's well on her way, having stirred up enough magic on Halloween night to last until sunrise. She looks pleased with herself as though the mischief she's created is all she wanted, her mission complete. (laughs) And truth be told, she hasn't really caused much damage, just a few pranks. Turning a few kids into harmless costumes they're wearing, making the mystery dinner theater Scott and Kira are at into an actual Hitchcockian murder mystery. She gives all the deputies and their share their 20-year-old personalities, <laughs> makes a few in- inanimate objects comes to life, and a handful of cats and dogs are given the ability to speak. <laughs> I'm just imagining like a 20 year old Noah Stolinsky. (laughs) Oh, I I got it's so funny. Teenage troublemakers are suddenly narcoleptic while the rest of Beacon Hills cuts loose, including the adults only party at the Whitmore Mansion that has gone from boring, rich snob drinking cocktails and wearing cat ears to naughty middle-aged swingers within minutes. Oh, I like this witch. (laughs) Derek decided to stay inside like he does every year and patrol around the neighborhood once it had gotten dark because there's always something on Halloween in this town. He realizes he's too late when Parrish, Chris Argent, and the sheriff show up at his door grinning like idiots, wearing all black and evil clown masks. They're going to egg the Aichen house, then pick up, pick Deaton up so they can crash the Whitmore party and Chris can do an upper decker in all their toilets. That <laughs> <laughs> reminds me of style of, uh, not styles, Giles in, in the episode of Band Candy. Yeah. Of Buffy the Vampire Slayer when he's like 20 year old styles and he's like he's like all punk and yeah. just raising hell in Sunnydale. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they want Derek to come with them. Apparently they've just gotten done crank calling Melissa, sending a hundred pizzas to her house. Derek is a <laughs> Derek is out the door and following the scent of magic into the preserve as fast as he can, where he finds the enchanting witch. So this is kind of, um, flashback. Okay. It's just... (laughs) It's just a little harmless fun. It seems this cursed town needs it. You're not doing a very good job of keeping things on the up and up, Alpha. I'm not the Alpha, Derek tells her. You like my Derek voice? I do. (laughs) Oh no, I can fix that. I can see you'd like to be. Her eyes peer at him a little harder, like she's reading something on him. Again, it seems. Derek's never lied to himself about wanting a do-over with most things in his life. Being alpha is one. He doesn't crave the power, but the chance to right his wrongs. The chance to have been better with Isaac, Erica, and Boyd even Jackson, even Scott. But he doesn't want it like this. He wants it earned, 
not given, then it would truly be something worth something. No, just, just turn everything back to normal and go. No need. The spare wears off at sunrise. And there's no damage done, just a little silliness. How do I know that's true? Why would I lie? She asks. And he can't think of a single reason she would. With a wave of her hand, the cauldron stops bellowing its alluring smoke. You deserve a little fun too, Mr. Wolf. I'm good without it. Halloween's for kids and drunk 20-somethings. You're 20-something, she says, lifting her dark cloak as she steps towards him. I'm a different kind of 20-something. Yes, I see, she says, with both understanding and pity in her eyes. You're very lonely. You should go, he says, feeling uneasy. Then a sudden weight has landed on his chest. You don't have to be, Mr. Wolf. Look, I... He's silenced by a waft of sparkling mist thrown into his face, knocking him over. He blinks, eyes like sa sapphires, and she's gone, not a trace of her. Derek gets to his feet, ready to give chase when he quickly forgets who or what it, what it is he's supposed to be after. He can't remember. He just, he just styles. Oh my God, did she throw sex dust in his face. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Okay. <laughs> Everything's consensual. I promise. <laughs> oh! No, it's okay. Okay. I understand. Okay. He's suddenly hungry with the uncontrollable desire to see him, to find Styles, to know he's safe and unhurt and kiss away whatever does hurt if he is. The burning ache in him grows wild throughout his whole body, screaming for the sight of the tawny-eyed boy and his long lashes. His heartbeat. Derek needs to hear it. Derek needs to hear the rapid beat of it. He needs to put his hand over it and feel it pulse over his fingertips. He's running, running like hell. He's on Main Street when he thinks shifting to his wolf might be better. He's always faster as his wolf. He's in beta form, ready to turn when he catches it on the crisp night air. That scent. The one he's been thinking about for years now. The one that's pure sense memory. The one that clogs his nose and his thoughts before bed every night. He stops well, his... Oh, go ahead. I wonder if he, he spends some time with Jill thinking about Styles. Probably constantly. <laughs> no. What did um, Katie call it? What is the? What do they call it in England? Mrs. Palmer and her five friends. I love, I, I love Katie. She just gives us such great reviews. He stops, and his shifted eyes wander over the playful chaos that's become the center of Beacon Hills. I don't know how to do a Styles voice. <clears throat> Derek! No? <laughs> Too deep? <laughs> He's deeper than Derek, right? <laughs> Derek! Styles, dressed like Spider-Man, his mask in hand. They okay. Oh. okay, fun fact. 
there were rumors that Dylan O'Brien was going to play Spider-Man in the Marvel Cinematic Universe before Tom Holland got the part. So there's a lot of like fan art of Styles dressed like Spider-Man. Is Dylan, do we know if Dylan is like a fan of Spider-Man? Like just in his own world? Like has he ever I don't know. I don't know. I all I know is that he's a Mets fan. Oh. <laughs> he, he like the one time the Mets tweeted him saying we would love for you to throw out the first pitch during the game sometime and he's like a little boy's fantasy. Would, he's like, I would be honored. And then sometime later he did throw the first pitch and it That's was like the cool. best thing ever. That's really cool. I, yeah. But I wonder if you, I'm sure he likes Spider-Man. You wouldn't try out for a role you don't like. Yeah. That's really cool. But yeah, it was rumored yeah. that uh, D- Dylan O'Brien was going to play Spider-Man before Tom Holland got the part. I'm trying to picture him. I think that would be a really cool, it would like be a completely different take on it. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> Back to the story. They rushed to one another, meeting in the middle of the road. What happened? Styles asks eyes wide and nervous where were you it felt like it felt like something happened to you no i'm here i was at that this stupid party with malia and i left i'm here now styles tells him i've given up on a styles voice (laughs) apparently (laughs) that's okay i'm enjoying the story okay derek um okay let me take it back a step no i'm here i was at this stupid party with malia and i left i'm here now styles tells him Derek's mouth is on his, hard and desperate, hands gripping dark brown hair as his tongue breaches Styles' lips. Styles is just as greedy, fisting Derek's leather jacket and moaning like a man taken. Behind Derek's eyes, there's, a, there's quick flashes of claws ripping away red and blue lycra. His jacket was thrown somewhere into a corner, but he couldn't care less. Styles nearly tripped over his own shoes as they fumbled to the couch kissing. He landed on top of Derek, yanking off his belt. Derek? Okay, okay. When did they get inside? I thought they were outside. <clears throat> uh, you know, I missed a time jump. So, I think we, through this story, we get Derek's side of the story, and then we'll go back and see Styles' version. So, I believe we'll get an answer of how they got back to, uh, I think they're at Derek's place. Okay, yeah. Okay. Sorry. It's okay. Styles nearly tripped over his own shoes as they fumbled to the couch kissing. He landed on top of Derek, yanking off his belt. Derek bit at Styles' neck, leaving teeth marks and hickeys to be found in the morning. Styles was all long torso and hairy, long limbs of top muscle from years of fighting off monsters with wolves. Derek admired. And his oral fixation happened to be worse than Derek's. The werewolf nearly had to rip Styles' mouth off his cock to keep from coming too quickly. <laughs> Styles whimpered about it until Derek threw him on the bed and rimmed him until he cried. It's hot, right? <laughs> Derek's not his first. Not his first with a man or a werewolf for that matter. Derek lost those privileges four years ago and it made him angry, desperate with desire to bury himself deep within Styles and rid him of all traces of the others he's gone to bed with. 
Styles was worthless. Yeah, jealous. <laughs> Sorry. It's okay. Styles was wordless, but noisy nonetheless, of loud moans and faded breaths. His hands grabbed at the headboard for purchase as he felt the long, hard drag of Derek's cock pound into him. And I love you slipped from Derek's lips with nothing but purpose, and he felt freer than he's been in a long time. Poor sweet Derek. Oh, yeah. He's been harboring feelings for a long time. I don't think the witch, I don't think this is all the witch. No, I think she just kind of... Um, Gave him, like, a shove in the right direction. Yeah. Disinhibited him? Yeah. Yeah. Styles pulled him closer. They were hugging, holding one another as Derek continued to rock into him. Steady and easy then. Looking right into amber-colored eyes and kissing soft pink lips the color of bubblegum. I love you too, Styles said and they both lost their breath, coming together in a hot, sticky climax. They slept for a bit, and then woke in the dead of night to make love two more times before Derek's eyes drew closed with Styles' head on his chest and cupped under his arm. The bright morning sun beamed through the industrial windows of the loft, waking the werewolf and stunning him to, feel, to the feel of Styles' warm body against his. Styles stretched awake, groaning into Derek's ribs and nearly punching him in the nose with his outstretched fist. He yawned big and wide against Derek's side, and the older man waits for the inevitable, pan inevitable panic. Styles is known for his conniptions, and Derek is sure a witch casting a spell on them, getting him here in bed together, is one of those times hysterics would be called for. He just wanted a few quiet moments to enjoy what could be. Styles' fingers scratched affectionately at Derek's beard, taking the werewolf by surprise. Good morning, sour wolf, he says sleepily. What? Pancakes or waffles? I'm not eating none of that chalky protein shake shit you have in your fridge. Derek sits up, looking down at the half-sleepy boy beside him and the shy smile on his lips. He's perfect, Derek thinks. It'd be such a shame to ruin it, but he has to. He can't have styles like this. He wouldn't want him like this, doped up on magic and blanking on the effects of it from last night. Styles, do you remember what happened last night? Styles snorts. How could I not? He reaches up and runs his fingers through the hair at the nape of Derek's neck, drawing him down to meet his waiting mouth in a chaste kiss. Chaste kiss? Chaste. What's that word? Uh, chase. Chaste kiss? Yeah. This isn't real. I can't have this, he whispers. I guess that was more force than whispers. <laughs> He's like yelling at, I can't have this. <laughs> Derek is so, <clears throat> like, how do I say this? He's so hard on himself. He and he has little confidence that he deserves anything because so much bad has happened in his life. Yeah. I, I also kind of like his act now is kind of selfless. Like he wants this so bad and he probably, if it, he truly believed this was all the witch's spell, mm -hmm. he could just keep styles to himself. Mm -hmm. But he's giving him a chance to run. 
Styles, even in the show, he he's, he jokes with Derek all the time, but he never gives him a hard time about, like, the trouble he's had in the past. Mm-hmm. Wait, Styles doesn't give Derek a hard time? No. All the way around. Yeah, Styles doesn't give Derek a hard time oh, about... Okay. about his past. He just accepts yeah. him. But gives yeah. him, like, a... I mean, yeah, he's just a jokester, so he likes to give he him a... He teases him, and he does, like... There's, like, times where he's like, you were arrested, and Derek was like, I was acquitted. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fun relationship. Yeah. Oh, the, the, the interactions between Derek and Styles are great. Yeah. Yeah, so far from what I've seen of them, they are, they're a cool couple to watch. Have you gotten to the part where he calls him his cousin Miguel yet? Mm-mm. I, can't, I don't think I have. That's funny. That's a funny part with Danny. Do you know what season? Season one. Oh, maybe I have. I think I'm in season two. It's, it's when uh, Derek is in his room trying on t-shirts. Mm. I don't remember. Uh, Danny asks him who, who's at Danny asks Styles who is this because Derek's just sitting in the corner reading a book oh. He's like, uh, that's my cousin Miguel my cousin Miguel <laughs> and, he, and he's like hey and Danny's like is that blood on his shirt and Styles says yeah he got a bad nosebleed hey Derek why don't you go try on Let's some go. of my shirts I told you you could use some of my shirt and then he uses like Derek's body to like convince Danny to do what he wants him to do <laughs> which is like ty- trace a text message or something like that oh yeah I definitely don't remember I, I have a really bad memory yeah but, but it's so funny their relationship is so my favorite Danny moments are in season three, though. You, you've said I, I, Danny gets, he's more involved in season three, right? Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> he's more of a background character in season one and two. And then, like, he's um, more of a character in season three. But after season three, he completely disappears. Oh, bummer. Yeah. Okay, back to the story. Yeah, back to the story. <clears throat> this isn't real. I can't have this, he whispers. What? Derek pulls away. You don't want me, Styles. Well, no, right now. Oh, well, no, not right now. Right now I want breakfast. I can cook or we could go out. What a, what a Styles thing to say. <laughs> he says, I want breakfast. I want breakfast. No, I don't want you right now. I really just want breakfast. <laughs> oh. Kids in their 20s. <laughs> There's I a witch. Oh. I remembered being 20. <laughs> I don't think I was ever 20s. So <laughs> I've always been older. There was a witch last night. She cast a spell on the whole town, and this is a spell, Styles. She said it would only last until dawn, and I think it's still. I don't know. We'll go talk to Deaton or something. Styles is quiet. His eyes dart back and forth as he stares at Derek, at a loss for words, and confused about what exactly is going on. A spell? This? He gestures between them. Is a spell? Derek nods slowly. Styles takes a shuddering breath, and suddenly the air is tart like fermented tea. 
His eyes turn to watery glass and Derek feels like vomiting. He laughs, a wryly broken sort of laugh. I should have known. I really should have. Styles fumbles at a bed, wrapping the bed sheet around his nakedness, looking around the floor for his scattered clothes. Styles, I'm sorry. What the hell do you have to be sorry about? Not your fault. Some asshole mit- witch made you go to bed with me, he says, slicing the tart, bitter smell from his scent into something earthy and spicy like thyme. Shame. You don't have to be sorry. I'm sorry. He stops grabbing at his clothes and feels and looks directly at Derek. I'm sorry that this witch did this to you. I'm sorry that she used our friendship and I'm sorry I'm now added to the list of people who used you in the worst way possible. I'm sorry I'm so, so fucking stupid, he says, low, fighting back tears. You didn't do anything wrong, Styles. Doesn't feel that way. She must have picked up on something from me and exploited it, he scoffs. This goddamn town and its bullshit, like an hour of peace or happiness is just too fucking much, he grumbles. I didn't want this. I didn't want it like this with us, he snaps suddenly, sounding both exhausted and angry. He slides on his underwear and Derek takes note of the tears staining his face. Derek comes off the bed and reaches out, grabbing Styles' arms as he tries to step back into his torn costume. What did you? It doesn't matter. To me, uh, it does. I, I want to cry. I feel so bad for the both of them. I know. It's a little heartbreaking. And we are, we are stepping back into um, like Styles' point of view of what happened. Okay. Yay. Styles has been posted in the corner since Malia dragged him through the door and handed him a red plastic cup of warm beer. Ugh, warm beer. Ugh. I don't even like beer, and it's even worse warm. Ugh, gross. His eyes had shifted and tracked all over the room half a dozen times in the last hour. He's pretty sure the couple dressed up as Superman and Wonder Woman five minutes from breaking up, and the guy dressed as Pinhead from Hellraiser has officially creeped out every girl here. I mean, Pinraiser, who, I mean, uh, Pinhead. Pinhead. How isn't that creepy in itself? <laughs> right. That's a sexy, it's a sexy costume. <laughs> I think I'd rather be dressed as Voldemort than Pinhead. Yeah. <laughs> Can someone tell that guy to get a clue? Styles turns to a pretty woman cloaked in all black with an attractive gray streak running down her hair and bright red lipstick. Oh, she is totally rogue. She's totally rogue. She's older than everyone else there, but just as alluring as a 19-year-old dressed as the sexy nurse. She's wearing what looks like a dollar store witch's cap (laughs) and holding an antique broom with a crooked (laughs) handle in her hand. Oh my god, it's the witch! I call. I thought she was ro- like Rogue from X Men. Oh, Rogue! I thought you. I thought you caught on as the witch. She's no, going Rogue. Rogue from X Men. Yeah. When she said the like the 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 gray stripe, my mind. So in our fic, Rogue is our witch. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. 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 
Well, that Marilyn Monroe girl has been sulking in the corner way before I got here, I think. And she may be the only girl he hasn't hit on yet, he says. They watch as Pinhead makes his way over to Marilyn. Bet you a nickel she slaps him, the woman wagers. No, I think she's drinking throwing. She's a drink throwing kind of girl, Styles muses. They watch curiously as the man chats up the bored looking woman. He places his hand on her knee. She flicks it off. The man keeps at it, talking and inching closer to her. She's given every signal she can to indicate she's not interested, but he's still being a pest. He touches her leg again, running his knuckles down her cheek like a weirdo, and she slaps. She snaps, grabbing him by the balls. I said, don't touch me, jerk. She shouts over the song. Monster Mash then stomps away. Okay, uh, little public service announcement. When they say no, it nope. means no. And your balls are going to get grabbed, and not in a good way. No. <laughs> I always loved in, like, movies when, pe- when women get pissed off at creepy guys and just grab them by the balls. See if you like being touched. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> that was fucking amazing, Styles Marvels. It truly was, the woman laughs. About time this dull party got a little exciting. Tell me about it. What? Tell me about it, Styles. He said, oh. <laughs> Talking to himself. He's, he's um, introducing himself. Okay. Okay, so tell me about it. Styles, he says, extending his hand. Beatrix, she replies, shaking his hand. So, Styles, why are you holding up this particular wall? I don't really want to come. I didn't really want to come here, but my ex dragged me out tonight. Your ex? We dated in high school, but we're just friends now. Ah, I see. Where would you rather be? Come again? Well, if you don't want to be here, where would you rather be? He hesitates in his answer, catching himself before it falls from his mouth but she grins at him as though she already knows the answer. Like she could see it right in front of her, clear as day. Home, he lies though. I just want to be in bed. He doesn't know why, but he senses she knows he isn't telling the truth and is a little embarrassed of himself for doing so. Well, uh, not me. I have every intention of cranking up the volume on this sleepy town. Sleepy is not the word I'd use to describe Beacon Hills. No, not tonight. She smiles like she has a secret. Why? What happens tonight? He asks. Tonight, fantasies come alive. You sound more like a Christmas angel than a spooky witch. She shrugs. I said fantasies, not dreams. The rest is up to you. She smiles at him with a wink. He can't help but to smile back at her perceived silliness. Enjoy your night, Styles. Hold on, you're not really going to leave me here. Hating this party all alone, are you? You won't be alone for long. She smiles secretively again. He opens his mouth to ask her exactly what she means when he's distracted by a woman dressed as a zombie, throwing her punch into Pinhead's face. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Oh my god, did you see that? He snickers. But the woman, Beatrix, is gone. He sighs, having lost what could have been his his kindred spirit for the night, and puts down his beer. 
It's a shame too, Beatrix seemed like fun. They could have commiserated together. You should go find Malia and tell her he's going home. He doesn't see any reason he should stay. He grabs his mask off the fireplace mantle and finds Malia out back, flirting with a guy dressed like a vampire. Hey Malia, I think I'm gonna go home. What? We just got here. I know, you stay. I really just wanna watch scary movies all night and eat Halloween candy until I puke. Okay, A, part one of that sounds so much fun, watching scary movies on Halloween. B, don't eat that much candy, that's gross. I have usually like all year long I have like this cauldron filled with candy and it takes me like all all year to eat it and then I have to refill it on Halloween. On Halloween when the candy's cheap. (laughs) Yeah. Like I we we call the day after Halloween National Candy Discount Day. Awesome. And we like fill up on candy and then like that's our candy for the year. Yeah. It's really smart. We I don't eat a I don't eat a lot of candy, so No, neither do I. That's why it takes me It takes so long, yeah. Yeah. So that's the fun part of Halloween. One of the fun parts. One of the fun parts. But, I mean, you make it last all year, then it's fun all year, not candy until you puke. I think it's fun that I eat it out of a cauldron. Well, that too is (laughs) magnificent. (laughs) It's awesome. For my trick-or-treaters, I go to Sam's Club and get, like, packages of the full-size candy bars. Oh, you're the cool. (laughs) But I don't, I don't, there's no trick-or-treaters at my house, so I go to trunk or, trunk or treat and just hand out full-size candy bars. You're the fun trunk. Yeah. You got the best drunk junk in your trunk. <laughs> and every year I go as a vampire. This year I'm going as Spike from Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Oh, yes. Ah, <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Pictures, please. I have a fake cigarette. Because I'm not going to smoke in front of kids. In front of kids. That's so cool. You sure? Yeah. Stay. Be safe. Don't worry, dude. I'll look out for her. Oh, don't worry, dude. I'll look out for her, says the vampire. Okay, I have to say, never leave... Your friend behind. Never leave a female friend at a party. Bad things can happen. Another PSA. Not that it's okay, but Beacon Hill seems like a pretty small city. So yeah. I'm sure there are people she went to high school with. So like all of her friends. Yeah, but Beacon Hills is also full of monsters and craziness. And it's Halloween and all the craziness happens on Halloween yeah. anyway. But you're right. Don't do that to your friends. Don't be jerks. Yeah. Okay. Leah's pretty good with looking out for herself, but you're more than welcome to try and help her. Shit gets weird style smarts, making Malia smile. He pecks her cheek and says goodnight. As he walks out the front door, he passes a guy in a werewolf costume who drunkenly screeches, Happy Halloween! to him through his mask. Jesus, dude. It's just Halloween, not Christmas. Style snaps, annoyed. Wishes come true on Halloween too, bro, the werewolf says. I think you mean nightmares, man. Style says, jumping down the porch steps. He wanders down the street, weaving through screaming trick-or-treaters, hopped up on sugar, and thinks about just how wrong Beatrix and the werewolf are. A lot happens in Beacon Hills, but fantasies, dreams, or good, harmless desire? Nope, never. That's for Dorothy and the Tin Man. 
The cesspool that is this town never has given back an ounce of what it's taken from the people in it. And Styles doesn't expect that to change, ever. He's halfway to his dad's house when a wild-looking man comes barreling out of the trees and onto Main Street. Derek. Beta form shifted and panicked. Derek? Oh my god, I just realized Derek. Okay, werewolves are supposed to be kept secret and Derek is in front of a bunch of people shifted. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> he has to get to Styles. Yeah. <laughs> it was the quickest way. I, okay. Halloween, anything can happen. <laughs> the real werewolf turns around and spots him through the sea of rowdy, costumed children between them. They rush to another, meeting in the middle of the road. What happened? Where were you? It felt like, it felt like something happened to you. Derek was worried about him. He was scared for some reason. No, I'm here. I was at this stupid party with Malia and I left. I'm here now. Derek's mouth is on his, hard and desperate. Styles tries to protest, to scream, to ask Derek what the hell he's doing, but the werewolf seizes the opportunity to slide his tongue inside and take. Styles' mask slips from his fingers and drops to the asphalt. He gives in, just as needy and as wrecked, fisting Derek's leather jacket and melding them together. Oh, Come home jacket. with me. Huh? Oh, that leather jacket. That leather jacket. <laughs> I can smell it. <laughs> I just, I'm, I'm really weird. I'm, I'm very against fur, but there's something about a black leather jacket I really, really love. And an animal died to make that. <laughs> I know, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Come home with me, Derek says, out of breath and wrecked. This isn't real, Derek. Uh, Styles says, but Derek isn't listening. It's not the answer he's looking for. So Styles says, yes, nodding dumbly, yes, because Derek Hale tastes far better than he's ever imagined, and maybe Beatrix is right, and now the rest is up to him. It's real. This is real. It has to be. He wants it to be. He needs it to be. So it must be. Okay, back to current time, present day. Wet, whiskey-colored eyes hesitantly turned upward and met his. I want you to be in love with me, and it doesn't, it, and not because some witch thinks practical jokes on werewolves are funny, but like I said, it doesn't matter. Did you feel that way before last night? Styles shakes his head. De, de, man, that's a hard word. Depre, deprecatingly. Okay, Styles shakes his head deprecatingly. I have felt that way since you decided to bring your ass to Beacon Hills. And in case I didn't make it clear to you four years ago, it really did suck that you bailed after Mexico in the first place. Derek could crumble. His knees could give out this very second and he could fall to the floor shaking and in tears because Styles wants him, has wanted him. Bell be damned. She didn't make them fall in love for a night. They've been in love. She just gave them a boost, a push. She gave them the start they needed. Waffles. <laughs> it's such a non sequitur, even for a rambler like Styles. What? Waffles. 
Derek repeats. I want waffles. And I don't want to leave the loft all day. He grabs Styles' arm, Styles' arm and pulls him back towards the bed. Wait, I don't understand. Derek brings Styles onto the bed and takes his underwear off. I think that's the only piece of clothing he got on while they were talking, right? Well, his his Spider-Man costume was completely ripped. It was ripped up, yeah. He was going home in boxers anyways. Boxers and a blanket. <laughs> I'm assuming he's wearing boxers. Oh, I, I'm I thinking like a banana hammock. I mean... I have, no, I have this, like, theory that all the men in Beacon Hills wear boxer briefs. I don't know why. It's a good theory, but he's wearing a Spider-Man costume, which is latex. <laughs> There's no room for boxers. <laughs> he's probably wearing a thong. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I don't know what's going on, Derek. Derek loves him. Loves him because Styles wants to know, wants to make sure Derek is thinking clearly, thinking for himself and not being used. He wants Derek to want him for all the right reasons and not the ones conjured up by parlor magic. The werewolf runs his thumb gently along Styles' bottom lip, gliding it down smoothly to the playful bruises on his neck where Derek etched his name with his fangs, claiming Styles as forever his. There was a witch, and there was a spell, but it's over now, and I want you to make me waffles when I'm done with you. So this is you? Really you? Styles' voice shakes, terrified of the pending answer. Derek nods. And it's really you. You swear? Fucking swear to me, Derek. I swear. Styles breathes finally, letting out the hard, crippling breath he's been holding since Derek pulled him back into bed. Derek? Hmm. The werewolf comes with his lips at Styles' chin. I fucking hate Halloween. Derek smiles against Styles' skin, knowing what he means. Me too. Or me too. <laughs> and that is the end. That was fun! I thought this was a fun one. We got a little angst. We got a little fluff. It was a, it's a good one. Thank you, Midnight Queen, for letting us read this. Yeah, thank you, Midnight Queen. This was such fun well-written story. You are so talented. You did a great job, Jess. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for letting me read to you and share this cool thing with you. It was nice not to read and not have my voice hurting afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you guys for joining us on Halloween. Um, right. Be safe out there. Be safe out there. Have fun, eat lots of candy, but not until you puke, and uh, we'll see you next Chaotic Thursday. See you next Chaotic Thursday.